Hi, this is Rob Metris and Jeff Brody with the Two Big Telecom Guys podcast. Well, today, Jeff, we're going to talk about privacy. What do we mean and how are we going to discuss this today? Well, Rob, what I want to talk about is privacy within the business, an enterprise, small, medium, large. And are you leaving yourself exposed in your uh, communications? So there's a lot of talk around uh, moving businesses to <clears throat> telecommuting, um, using technologies like voice over IP, using cellular phones. Um, there's just a lot going on. And then there's businesses that are also looking to uh, cut costs, so they're looking to utilize uh, public infrastructures like Google Talk, Google Docs, um, Gmail, you know, Microsoft Live, uh, Live CA, um, Live.com, where they you have Microsoft Office Online and SkyDrive, and you have all of these places where you can have information as well. Then we have Skype where you can do um, instant messaging and voice calls. And, and, and video calls now, too. Yeah, video. You know, and Google's doing video with, their, with theirs as well. So you have all of these tools out there. You know, there's MSN Messenger. There's Yahoo Messenger. There's uh, Messenger. BlackBerry Messenger. There's Apple. Apple has a messaging application. Uh, so, the iPhone. The iPhone has FaceTime, which uh, allows for video conferencing between two iPhones. Uses. Yep. So it it it's a it's a a myriad uh, a big spider web out there uh, up in the cloud, so as to speak. And who who gets to see? And and what should I be concerned about? I. Uh, heard on the radio the other day that um, the U.S. government actually seized a website um, because of copyright infringements. And uh, I know with the Patriot Act in the U.S., they can, they can decide the tapping your telephone, they can, they can get your email, they can do all sorts of things for people that aren't even living in the United States. So how, does, how do you deal with Privacy protection. I I know uh, internally in your own networks you have to secure them and harden them. But how how do you do it in the in the general communications world? And what are some of the the real pitfalls of the the freebies and the the hot mails, the Gmails, the Yahoo mails? You know what you what you got to be thinking about here is where do you want your information living. You know, think about it as a as a filing cabinet. You know, would you be if you had all of your intellectual property in a filing cabinet, you know, would you be happy to leave your filing cabinet out in Union Station? You know, that's Toronto's uh subway, you know, or you know, the, the uh what's the uh, subway in New York? Yeah, a little, a little, a little more graffiti-ridden, and uh, yeah. But I guess if, if you left your laptop or a smartphone on that subway, or 
on an airplane or anywhere else, you've just given someone access to a lot of valuable information. You know, and you're talking about giving access to information. I mean, smartphones uh, themselves, they're, they're fabulous, powerful tools for uh, anyone. I mean, the individual, you know, the busy mom, the, the small business, the entrepreneur, the enterprise. And, you know, what we're finding is that these devices have, you know, gigabytes of information on them, you know, 16, 32, 64, 128, 256 gigabytes of storage on a handheld device. And if the phone isn't password protected, you know, people have access to documents that are stored on this device. So these are the things that we, we need to think about, you know. So privacy comes in. It's the same thing with people walking around with um, USB thumb drives. You know, I, I don't know how many times I've been at an airport where I've watched someone get up and, you know, leave and, and see a thumb drive sitting on a seat, you know, where I've walked over, picked up the thumb drive, you know, tapped the lady or gentleman on the shoulder and said, uh, I think you dropped this, you know, and to see the, the look of fear in their eyes and they say, oh, thank you very much, because it's so easy to walk around with so much information that, you know, could leave you exposing your intellectual privacy your intellectual property or violating privacy laws by poor habits you know some of the things you know do you have, do you have any questions around that rob well you know uh, it, it makes me wonder if if someone was an auditor for uh, the IRS and uh, was carrying people's tax information around on on a, a thumb drive uh, as they were doing audits. Uh, now, uh, the, uh, it's ubiquitous when you see uh, the number of, of these little devices. And, it, you know, when, when it used to be like a, a, a one gig or a one uh, 20 meg, uh, you know, thumb drive, now they're like 18, 20 gig, 50 gig um, with, that, with that information out there. How do you how do you protect your privacy? Is there are there tools you can use, or is it what you'd call uh, best practices that you'd put in? Well, it's it's both. You know, you can buy really good uh, thumb drives with um, you know with bio technology on it, so like a thumbprint scanner. So where the information on the thumb drive can be encrypted and you can use a thumbprint and a password to unlock the data in that container. Very expensive, you know, because if you think about this, a um, a 16 gigabyte thumb drive is about 30 bucks right now. You know, a 16 gigabyte thumb drive with biosecurity on it might cost you $200. Um, people will look at that and go, "Wow, that's a lot of money." But you know, if you're the if you are that auditor with that information on there, that's two hundred dollars is very inexpensive. You know, and that's that's kind of what I want to bring to light for people is that security is not cheap. 
but it's not expensive. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, it, it's the sort of thing that um, you think about when you think about locking your house. Um, there are a lot of times that people go to their house with the door open. But most people put a lock on their house, and some people have the additional alarm service uh, beside their lock with a keypad. Now, when you have a, a computer out there, uh, you know, you, and you can lock it, 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 the cost of the of the failure or the leak of the data uh, to your business on account would be just monumental uh, compared to the cost of uh, the return on uh, invested capital you get for spend, for buying. Uh, one of these secure kind of devices. Have That's you, right. Have you have you have you, uh, have you any sort of war stories of customers that have had this kind of problem and what what solutions you gave them after the fact or what you told them before the fact that they said oh, I don't think I'll do it. Well, you know I I, I know um, you know I have people where the um, Corporate counsel, you know, had a laptop in their car, ran into Starbucks to get, um, you know, to get a latte. Comes back out, and someone smashed his the window in his car and stole his uh, briefcase off the back seat. You know, you know, so there there's some inherent levels of security on a on a corporate. Uh, laptop. However, you know that that organization um, was a little bit hesitant about, you know, locking the security down on their devices, putting in, you know, tool in, in, in implementing tools like Microsoft BitLocker or other third-party tools for encrypting and locking the hard disk down on these devices, putting in uh, remote kill buttons so that when the device comes online, as soon as the device is online, it can log where the device is and and initiate self-destruct. So well, that the, you know, it's, the system it's interesting would wipe itself. So, yeah, it, when I think about that, my my uh, iPhone 4 has that now, and Apple just made that free. So if I uh, go on, if I lose my phone, hey, I can... I can. It will tell me where it is because of the GPS and the nature of it, and it will allow me, if I want to, to wipe the phone. Yeah. Now, I presume there's a lot of technology out there like that now. That there is a lot to of tools out there that will do that, and you know, if you've got your phone locked on a uh, Microsoft Exchange server, um, you can initiate that wipe. From your Exchange server using uh, your Outlook web interface, you know Outlook Anywhere as they call it, you can log in and say um, wipe the device because you know because it's been lost, and it'll delete all your contacts, all your email, all your personal information off the phone. You know, so that these are the types of tools that'll help you. You know, one of the you know, one of the areas as well is, is using public infrastructure for uh, corporate messaging. You know, so what I mean with that is using 
using any of these uh, instant messaging products and, and conferencing products that are available, you know, you think about this, you know, you have an organization that perhaps is distributed across, uh, perhaps they're distributed across multiple cities or across the country. And their instant messaging back and forth, and they might be, you know, if they're talking business, there's, there's going to be one of two things that are being exchanged. One, they're going to be exchanging intellectual property. And two, they're going to be talking about things that could be covered under privacy laws. You know, so there's a couple of faux pas that could happen here, you know, where these chat logs and stuff like that, if they use public computers, these chat logs can get left behind, right? Why? So the you know through instant messaging back and forth. So there's there's ways that people can expose themselves that they're they're not even uh, aware of yet. Let alone eavesdrop, you know, eavesdropping and other things that can happen where uh, you're you're really not when you're not in control of that environment. You know, you can inadvertently be exposing yourself to uh, violating laws and putting your intellectual property at risk. So we, yeah. we've, come a, we've come a long way since Dick Nixon and uh, his secretary foot on the dictating machine or uh, erasing her dictation. Um, it, 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 I, I gather when you, when you talk of privacy in this manner, I think of Blackberries. You know, Blackberries have uh, connections to the regular phone system. They also have connections to your your BlackBerry server, which I presume would integrate into your office mail. But they also have an instant messaging component that is completely outside of of the network. It goes from one BlackBerry to another. Uh, are, are, how I, I gather those are secure, but the data is sitting somewhere else. And uh, as we see in the U.S in some of the securities investigations on Wall Street, they can actually get that data where someone to um, make a conviction for insider trading. Yeah, I mean, privacy is not just as individuals, but privacy for the good side and privacy where the government needs to know certain things that we, we as citizens will let them know. Um, are there other tools that you would be recommending to clients to to solve some of these uh, issues? Well, there are tools available, you know, to to make a. I can't make a recommendation without knowing the specifics of what we're dealing with, you know. But some of the you know the general uh, rules of thumb, you know, the oxymoron if there is a generality, would be, you know. Just be aware that if you're on, if you're if you're using public infrastructure, or if you're anywhere on a, if you're communicating digitally, whatever that is, Big Brother is watching you. Period. <laughs> you know that information is being tracked and logged somewhere, and it's available. So that's what you need to be aware of. So. You know, if you're using tools that are outside of your control, I mean, yeah, they're free, but, you know, you're giving up control. And, and you know, you have to think about what that control is, is worth to you. 
you know what we what we think about here is that you know for organizations who are looking to use um, you know communications in their organization, you know if, if you're an organization and you're you you need to utilize instant messaging and uh, you need to use uh, video conferencing that it, it's really look towards owning that infrastructure so that you know that it's secure and you know where that data is living. Hmm. So uh, businesses that are uh, have you know head offices and regional offices that may be talking about uh, talking about the important business decisions, uh, if they weren't careful, some of their data could uh, could be exposed uh, versus having it on their own servers and having that application operating in their own uh, say. I would say protected or sheltered environment versus that on the public internet is probably a wise idea. Yeah, I, I would think so. You know, I'd really want to take a strong look at you know our asset business owners or the the business drivers in those organizations to take a real hard look at you know what's important to their organization and and really give consideration to the uh, the value and the privacy of their information. Well, you know, Jeff, I I think that's that's really good common sense advice. I mean, I it's the one thing I'm always amazed at being in an airport lounge is some guy just talking off, talking off or on an airplane, talking off the top of his head, repeating, you know, talking about important business situations and just talking loud enough anyone can hear him within earshot. I mean, that's that's just the common sense part. I gather with the network and with uh, uh, the digital world, uh, we have to be much more vigilant. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think I think this has been a good discussion today on privacy. Um, it, it, some simple tips that we could give our listeners to protect their own privacy. Well, you know, for protecting your information is really know where you're sending your information and you know what information you're sending where it's sent where you're sending it and who is going to control the information at the end of the day if you're using you know Google Docs or Office Live and they're the free editions uh, you really need to make certain that you know the information you're putting up there um, is information that if it was exposed, it's not going to cause you any problems. If it, you know, somehow was circumvented, either you're using a, a poor password or someone has snooped your password on you. Um, you're going to want to make sure that your networks are secured well, that your computers are protected by strong antivirus systems that you know provide multi layers of protection for you. Um, you know, control your use of thumb drives. Um, you know, limit who can who can put who can take data off of your network and put them on devices. Protect your laptops. You know, I implement uh, encryption on the hard disk. Use bio scanning devices to log on to your computing system, so that it, it, it's not just a password only. Um, use tokens 
for two-part authentication so that you have more than just your password to rely on to log in. And there's some really uh, great products out there that can utilize your mobile phone as that, um, that second part of token authentication so that when you're logging into the system, you don't need to have a $100 key fob. So these are some you know, tools and tactics that people can implement today to protect themselves. <clears throat> and use good judgment and business sense. If you're putting important documents onto a, a portable media, be it a, a thumb drive, an SD card, or whatever device, you know, an external drive, get some type of protection on that, and you know, keep it secure, keep it, keep it close. And, you know, if you have to put a leash on it and tie it to your your neck. Just don't don't lose sight of that because it, it can cause you a lot of embarrassment that you can prevent. So you know, those are a handful of things that businesses can do to protect themselves. Well, Jeff, that's a, that's good advice on privacy. To get more information on our telecast, on the web, go to www2 that's the number two big telecom guys dot com. If you're interested in learning how to run your business faster, safer, easier, and more profitably, go to http colon backslash backslash www.codefusion.com or call CodeFusion at 1-877-335-9390 toll-free and we'll answer any questions you may have. Remember, CodeFusion is here to help you with your security, network, uh, protection, backup issues, and other office and telecommunications issues. You can subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, in Podcast Alley, or you can go to the website at the number 2BigTelecomGuys.com, and by pressing on the orange RSS subscribe button in the right-hand column, you can automatically choose to receive this podcast and listen to us wherever and whenever you want on your iPad, your iPod, your smartphone, your laptop, your computer, or your television. Well, Jeff, what are we going to discuss in our next episode? Well, Rob, in our next episode, we're going to talk about going green, how your business can go green using modern communications tools. As always, we can serve you better if you let us know what's on your minds. What are your biggest technology questions? Go to the blog at www.2bigtelecomguys.com and leave us your comments. We want to hear from you so that we can provide you with better information and meet your business needs. Well, until the next episode, I'm Rob Mitchell. And I'm Jeff Brody with the Two Big Telecom.